the Reality of Truth podcast. Let's go. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, it's finally here. I promised I would do this episode. Well, here it is. This is one of my favorite topics of all time. It's one of the most important things you can do in your life and you never think about it. Well, maybe some of you do who are health nuts, but for most people, they never think about this. I find this topic absolutely fascinating. In my entire life of learning about health, this is one of those aspects that I always knew this is the key. The key to everything that everybody wants. So much so that it could even be said that this is the reason for life. You ready? Because we're gonna bring it today. This topic is so good, yet it's so normal. You never think about it. And then sometimes you think about it. And then you use it on a regular basis, every single day. You consume it, but it's so innocuous. It's almost like it's not even there, and yet is one of the most powerful things in the world. Physics even says it could be the most powerful thing on this planet. Do you know what it is? Today, we're talking about water. I know I told you we would talk about it, and today we are. I'm so happy to do this episode. I think water is the most amazing substance on this planet. I think it's possibly the most intriguing and scientifically interesting substance that we deal with every single day. So today we're gonna discuss a whole bunch of aspects, trying to keep this kind of tight so it's not too long, informational, that's super fun, but we're not gonna get into the weeds. So I'm gonna do my best, but this topic is absolutely massive. Definitely not the only episode we're gonna do, that's for sure. All right, let's do this. So water technically is life, okay? Why would you say that, Eric? Well, you see, in life, there are four things that keep you alive. Oxygen, water, circulation, and nutrients. Water is today's topic, obviously, but what is it? We only think of water as this clear substance that we see every single day. You brush your teeth with it. You shower. You drink it. You cook with it. You swim in it. You water your lawn. You water your vegetable garden, among a myriad of other things that you do with it. And it seems so just, I don't know, regular. Yet it is anything but regular. If you love physics, this episode is going to just hit on all levels. We touched a little bit about it last episode, the EMF episode, number 18, but today we're diving a little deeper, but it should be a lot of fun. So hang with me. I guarantee this will be interesting. At the end of this, you will know more about water the basics of water, I should say, because there's more than what we're going to cover here, than you have in your whole life. And you will realize how important the substance actually is. Why do they want to find water on other planets? Because of this that I'm going to tell you right now. So water is the only 
incommensurate geometry. It was a really long time ago, but I too was a nerd. So let's explain this. Incommensurate is a structure like a triangle. Picture like a pyramid, okay? One side of the pyramid. The water's ability to be incommensurate in its structure lies within that pyramid structure, like the water that's in a bottle. It's not the bottle itself. It's what's in the bottle. That's what makes the incommensurate structure so powerful. That's where the water holds its memory. Remember, we talked about that last episode. The memory is the key. The charge within it is the dielectric charge. We're not getting into that because that gets really, really deep. But think of it like this. It's an antenna. If you take a copper wire and just lay it out, it won't receive any signal like radio or TV or anything like that. But if you shape that wire into several different types of shades, then you can actually receive many different signals. Water's shape is incommensurate, meaning it has and is its own antenna. That's really awesome. It is perfect geometric incommensurability. It's the only geometry in the entire universe that's perfect. And it's just water. Isn't that amazing? The entire universe, it's the only perfect geometric shape. And it's the only one that holds it, the memory, the power, the antenna, its ability to communicate inside of it. That's just awesome. Wrap your head around that one because I brought that to you right away because this is the reason for the whole episode. We're going to break this down, okay? It's also a polar molecule. See, it has three attributes. It's incommensurate, geometry. It's also a polar molecule. Remember EMF last episode? EMF is actually polarized. You have the positive and negative. Well, water is a polar molecule. The two attract or repel. It's attracting when it wants to and it will repel when it needs to. It's also a perfect holographic molecule, meaning it's clear. You can see right through it, yet you know it's there. What else on this planet has that attribute? The only other thing on the planet that can do that, as far as I can remember, is a clear crystal, like a quartz crystal which is very similar to the glass in your car or in your home. Something that you can see through totally clearly, yet it's there in a structure. Not even stating that it has three attributes, incommensurate geometry, polar molecule, and it's holographic. Think about that. It's holographic. When you consider what a hologram is. You can see the hologram, but you can also see through it. Water is that. That's incredible. It's the basis of all life. And in that holographic molecule, it's, it's in four phases, okay? Now, hear me out. There's vapor, liquid, solid, and structured. So this holographic molecule that you can see through, but can be liquid, vapor, solid, or this one we're going to talk about, which is structured. That's the fourth phase. 
I'll get back to that. You can put ice in your liquid water. And what else can you do in nature with those two principles? What else is there? You can take a hot liquid, pour it over ice, and create just a normal liquid holographic substance. All right, let's get into structured water because this is really, really cool. This is the whole reason we're talking about this, okay? Structured water is H3O2, not H2O2. H3O2 is known as easy water or structured water. Easy means exclusion zone water. Easier to say easy. Sometimes I'll refer to it in here as easy. Other times it's structured water. It's the same thing. But it is how you are hydrated. And we're going to get into hydrated in a minute. Hydration is H3O2 or easy water or structured water within your cells and everywhere. Except two places. We'll get into that. Poisons like drugs or toxins, any number of toxins, any toxin you can basically think of. So it's a negative substance in your body that destroys you. How does it destroy you? It dehydrates you. It dehydrates the cells or the mitochondria or the surface of protein structures like your blood vessels or in your heart or in your brain or on your tongue for that matter. That's how poisons kill you. Things like glyphosate, which is Roundup, you've heard of. That, we're going to have an episode in the future because that's the number one killer on the planet for toxins that we have control over. And it's in rainwater, it's everywhere. You can't get away from it. Tylenol, regular medical drugs, plastics, everything you can think of. Toxins as a whole, one of the ways they hurt you is by dehydrating these structures I just mentioned. Remember, we spoke about this, but water has memory. So it's actually holding its EMF. We spoke about EMF last episode. If you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go listen to that, maybe even right now, so you'll understand what the rest of this episode is actually about. But it's holding its own EMF. Everything that's in the water and where that water came from that you consume changes the EMF in your body. Did it come from the ground with a good EMF field? Or did it come from the tap, which came from the city supply? Obviously, the city supply water is not going to be good. We'll delve into that a little bit. People who get organ transplants say that they wake up from surgery. They have memories and dreams that weren't even theirs. <laughs> the weirdest part is when they have a dream of the accident that occurred with the person that was killed let's say a car accident. And then when you put that organ into the organ recipient, he then remembers the accident. How is that even possible? It's called water. Water has memory. We consider the brain is just a storage device. It's not a storage device. It's actually an instrument. You see, water in its structure is where the memories are stored in the brain. I believe this. There's science proving this now. Some people say the science isn't there. Others say it is. I believe it's there. Let me explain this. Where all your memories and everything you've ever experienced, is it actually stored? And what is it written on? And if you get dehydrated, your brain doesn't function very well, does it? 
That's because your nervous system is made up of structured water, conducting electricity, which is why your brain is electrical. That's not by chance. That's on purpose. So think about it. Your brain has structured water in it. That has memory. What is associated when you think of your brain? Memory. Thoughts. It's all there. We're going to get deeper in other episodes with this because you can't get away from it. And there's more and more research showing it. Does that not tell you how much water you need? Does that not tell you how important water is for your mental, your emotional stability? Hmm. So the more negative things you consume, the more negative memories and information that you have in your brain. Hmm. Does that mean that you can put garbage in and make a garbage mind? Explains why so many people are negative, evil, stupid, and care about trivial things. Even the Bible says what things to think about. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, whether you're a Christian or not, doesn't matter. That's good wisdom. And notice, it is written in a very specific way. It's stating whatsoever things in each and every category. That's when you know that wisdom is driving it home. It's separating each individual condition. Interesting stuff. Dr. Copeland in Germany did experiments where he would take flowers just the tops of the flowers, put it into water, put a droplet of the water on a glass slide, put like a bunch of them, let it dry. And when it was fully dried and you put it under the microscope after it was dehydrated, okay, it left a signature memory pattern from everything that was in the water. Every flower had its own geometric shape. Let that sink in. Water taken out of a vase that had flower tops put in it, let it dehydrate, made a structure of the droplet after it was dried, like almost a crystalline pattern. Look it up. You'll see it. Lots of photos. Then he did stones of different types. They did exactly the same thing. By the way, that method of flowers in water is also known in healing circles as flower essences. So this is one of my favorite cool things to talk about. I've told this story many times. If you know the history of this, you probably also enjoy this, but I think this is amazing. So there's this doctor in England. His name was Edward Bach. Very, very long time ago. I think it's going on 150 years now. He had a situation, you know, he's think about this. He's in this field. He's got this beautiful house, you know, the, get the dog and some other animals around. And it's that quaint quintessential vision you see in movies. Dog's totally hyperactive. Just wouldn't relax. So it's springtime. All of a sudden he notices his dog has relaxed. He's chilled out. He's totally normal. It's like a regular dog again. So he tried to figure out what was going on. So he started watching the patterns of the dog. The dog was going over 
to this water receptacle near the house where these wildflowers tops had fallen into. And as most dogs would, hey, that's a water bowl. Drank the water, totally chilled out. He figured out there were multiple different flowers in that water. He then took that water and went to the local hospital, asked for permission with the hospital staff. They said, yes, you can give this water to the patients. He did. And they all noticed that their depression and their symptoms got better. That's interesting. It's just the water. There's nothing in it. That's amazing because water has memory. It can take frequencies in. EMFs are vibrations and frequencies. We've talked about this. This is what Nikola Tesla said. If you want to know the secrets of the universe, think of frequencies, vibrations, and energy. So if you subject water to a frequency for like an hour, let's say 432 hertz, and then you turn that off and then wait an hour and you go back and retest the water, it's still vibrating at 432 hertz. The memory of that water retains that vibration. How did it do it? If you take a rock and throw it into the pond, you see the ripples. They go away. Or do they? My point is just, you can see the water ripples go away. If you add frequency to water, a very high vibrational frequency, it's holding that hurts in the water as memory. You can see how this would be implicated in many different aspects. We're going to get into those as well, like this right here. Chemicals, their base structure is typically water and all chemicals. It doesn't matter what the chemical is. Come up with one. There's hundreds of thousands of chemicals, but let's just take the chemicals, let's say in food, for example. If you ate a vegetable right out of the ground, totally organic, that's one thing. Take that out of the ground, process it by cooking it in junk oils, adding chemicals to keep it from going bad, put it in a plastic bag and ship it to a warehouse. After that, warehouse goes to the grocery store. And from that grocery store, it goes to you. All that time in that plastic bag, all of the components, all of the EMF, all of the structured water in it, all the memory of everything made that potato toxic. And all the water that's in that food is now toxic water, which is the point of this episode. You are assimilating all of that into your body. And remember, if you're consuming non-organic food from the ground, all the water of that monoculture, we'll call it, because most farming is monoculture, unless you're getting really good, sustainable, organic food, all the water from that farm has been changed because of all of the chemicals used to grow the food. So you might get structured water from your plant foods, but you also get the memory of all the poisons at the same time. Would you rather consume good memories from structured water or evil memories? Monsanto, surveys have been done to ask people who the most evil corporation on the planet is. Do you know who won? Monsanto. So during lifeblood analysis, if you're not familiar with lifeblood analysis, they take live blood and they look at it under a microscope, see what happens. You could take someone's live blood, put it under a microscope and see blood cells that are attracted to each other in like a conglomerate way. They're all kind of stuck together. 
Half hour later, after you drank a small glass of structured water, you retest those blood cells. They are all individual and they have their own EMF field. So they were changed and now they repel each other, which is what you want. You see, they're all individual. They're not stuck together. All that from drinking just a little bit of structured water. Why? Because the water's memory attaches to the protein structures of the cell and creates that, what we talked about in the beginning, the polarity. And with that polarity, they separate. That's really, really good. You see, in your cells, it's mostly water. And the water is attached to the protein structures in the cell. And that's every surface. You can think of all the organelles, all the different structures in there. The protein structures is where the water, this, this structured water attaches to. That structured water, which is sort of like a, like a gelatin type look to it, a feel. It's not as thick as jello, but it's, it's, it's more viscous. It's highly charged. So therefore the cells have electricity in that structured water that's on the surfaces of all the surfaces inside your cells. You add up all of that in your body and you have electricity making up EMF field in each cell. And then all of those making up one giant EMF field of your whole body all starts with water. That holographic substance that you deal with every single day, but don't even really think about it anymore. By the way, this might give you information on all this, what we're talking about, as to why you don't need to drink so much water every day. It's how you do it. It's not how much you do it. Because there are different types. You're trying to create structured water. You're not trying to just force water into your body. That's actually not beneficial. That's liquid. We want structured. And there's the right ways to do that. We'll get into those at the end. But this whole concept of drinking 10 glasses of water every single day is nonsense. And if you're not drinking the right water, what are you doing? You're bringing in all kinds of negativity. We'll get into that too. It's time to use your mind's eye. I want you to visualize right now the inside of your blood vessels. I know you've never seen them, but just picture like the inside of a tube. And by the way, do you know that you have 60,000 miles of blood vessels? I'm going to say that again, 60,000 miles. That's two and a half times around the Earth's equator. Did you know that? Did you ever think about that? You're just this small body. And yet, if you take all the blood vessels out of your body, you're, you're made up of 60,000 miles of blood vessels. If you cut through a cross-section of active muscle and put it under a microscope, you would find 190 capillaries in every square millimeter. I didn't say square inch. Millimeter. Square millimeter. That's tiny. That is like the size of the end of a pen. It's even smaller than that. The entire body has 70,000 square feet of capillary wall. 70,000 square feet. That's the size of like three grocery stores put together. Think about how much surface area 
that's amazing that you have that much capillary wall just laid out. If you could just lay it all out on a football field, you could see like, wow, that's pretty awesome. And it's probably even bigger than a football field. You see, the inside of these blood vessels is actually a hydrophilic structure. Hydrophilic means that when water is attracted to the surface, it goes into one sheet. It doesn't go into water droplets. As you may have seen, when your car gets wet, there's water droplets if you have a waxed surface or something that's hydrophobic like that. Well, this is the opposite of hydrophobic. This is hydrophilic, and hydrophilic is amazing. Basically, inside your structures, and this is in every single protein structure in your body, but remember, we're visualizing in our mind right now a blood vessel. The blood is traveling through this blood vessel. On the coating on the inside of your vessel, there is a negative charge. The water that is structured is a positively charged substance. It's very viscous. Remember, it's got blood cells and nutrients and all kinds of stuff in there. Fibrins and crazy stuff, cholesterol and a lot of stuff. Because one is positive and one is negative, they repel a little bit and therefore it's hydrophilic. Since the blood is viscous, viscous means it's a little bit thick, this positively charged blood doesn't have any friction against the negatively charged surface of your veins, your capillaries, your arteries. And so there's no friction. And guess what? That makes flow. So when you think of your heart beating and you've got blood going through your body because of your heart, this is how it does it. Water, structural water, is electrostatic. It's actually statically charged. It's running like the bullet train in Japan that can do 200 plus miles an hour because the rails are probably positively charged and the train is probably negative charged. I don't know which one that is either way. It doesn't matter because the principle is there. It's sitting there with no friction. It can go as fast as it wants. So 200 miles an hour. Plus, as the larger arteries or veins go smaller down into small, small, small channels, the flow actually speeds up. So think of a river when it goes down into a small river, down a small river, it actually speeds up and kayakers know this and people who do canoeing and things like this, they know that when you bring water down at a smaller, smaller point, it actually goes faster. That is where you get flow. Flow is your circulation. And one of the ways that your body increases that speed is by movement. You're still going to get blood circulation just by sitting around, but you don't quite get it the same way as with movement. That's why your heart rate goes up when you do a lot of it. Dr. Gerald Pollack has done so much research on structured water, it's amazing. In one of his experiments, he took water, put it in a beaker, and then suspended a hydrophilic tube of proteins, like a, like a vein. Picture like a, a proteinist type of vein. Put it in a lead box, and there was no flow. Took that water, put it in the sun, water started to flow. How? Because the sun became the energy source. If you place that beaker on the ground outside, the flow starts. If you put your hands around the beaker, the flow starts. 
because of our EMF field and the EMF field of the earth. So why didn't it do it with the lead box? The same way I was just telling you about the inside of your blood vessels. It stops the movement of the viscous fluid. And the more of those tubes you put together, you can actually increase more flow. Here's a weird one for you. If you know already, you know I like weird facts. This is one of those weird ones that I love to give. I love teaching you really cool stuff like this. This is kind of the whole purpose of the podcast is to teach you things that you've never thought about. You didn't know or maybe weren't concerned about until someone said, hey, you might want to think about that. But one of the coolest things is to learn why Novocaine works. So basically, Novocaine works by turning the structured water that's in your nerves into a liquid state. Then that stops the conduction to your brain. It changes its EMF field, which then changes the structure of water. So in order to conduct electricity the right way in the body, you need structured water. That's the key. All right. Novocaine interrupts that. It just liquefies the structured water and then nerve conduction doesn't happen. Maybe now you see why structured water is so important. Your whole body is filled with structured water, except places like urine and cerebral fluid. Those two things need to move quickly. Your body knows it doesn't want structured water there. Remember, structured water is a little bit gelatinous. And so that gelatinous structure, which is the fourth phase of water, conducts electricity, moves it out using liquid, not structured. It's held onto the structured, it got rid of the liquid. And then the cerebral spinal fluid needs conduction with the structured water, but needs movement with the liquid fluid. Because when you move, you move cerebral fluid from lowest area of your sacrum all the way up into your brain. And that movement keeps that fluid going. Also, another cool side note, zinc is responsible for cerebral spinal fluid and men store 80% of zinc in their seminal fluid. And when you lose too much seminal fluid, you actually lose conduction in the spinal column to the brain, which is why they used to say boys could go blind. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You two look kind of familiar. Ain't you them kids that have been whacking off in my tool shed? <laughs> I thought I would just throw that one out to you. Let's move on. How do you uh, increase the structure of water? Well, there's a lot of ways you can do it, but the best way, and it's really super cheap, is light. So light actually helps you structure water, which is why the sun is so good for you. Get out in the sun. We've talked about this. Light is the key to health, okay? Earth's magnetic field is so good for you. And the two of them combined helps you create structured water in your body. So get out there. In a recent experiment, they took the digital footprint of DNA from one side of the earth. I don't remember what it was. I think it was Italy. They sent it to the other side of the earth literally on purpose, through the internet. And then that computer had a connection to go into a solenoid. 
And inside that solenoid was this glass little container with pure water. This is unadulterated water of any kind. That solenoid was protected with magnets and things like this to stop all the interference. Then they added DNA-based components, the structures that make up DNA, the proteins, things like this, not DNA itself. And the water actually structured that DNA sequence. The water did it, and they knew the water did it. That has major implications into the future of medicine, does it not? Because now, from one side of the earth, you could code right through and give somebody structured water. You could create any kind of health condition using water, but fourth phase water, structured water, easy water. In nature, actually, how does the streams and rivers, etc., how does it do it? How does it make structured water? Well, Dr. Schauberger studied streams and rivers, anything with moving water, and he figured out through a lot of research that healthiest water in these areas was at four degrees centigrade, and it was moving in these vortex patterns, which you could actually see. So picture like a stream, okay? And you'll see like these eddies, if you know what an eddy is, like a little depression inside a, a stream or a river and fish like trout, for example, they would, they would sit in there. And the pressure difference was they didn't have to do anything really to, to stay in that eddy. It was a movement thing where the pressure of the water going by was such that it was equal to what they could do minimally to stay right there because that eddy didn't actually flow past them, moving them backwards. It kind of hovered in that area. Well, guess what that eddy is? That's structured water because the way water comes down and moving in between all the rocks and all, everything that's going on on the bottom, you've got separations of structured water with liquid water and the fish know where to go for structured water. That's, that's really, really cool. And you can't see it from the surface. All you see is just water moving and wow, look at the fish. They're just kind of sitting there yet. The water's moving really fast. That's why. And so how do you make your own structured water on this planet? Well, you can use uh, a filter method. I have this filter method using quartz crystals and you can use standard clear or rose or smoked style crystal it doesn't really matter so much i think clear is better in a like a filter medium okay if you haven't seen some of the more old school but although it's been brought back and there's these coffee filters they're usually plastic you can get a glass one that kind of thing that sits over kind of a cup or a pot well you can put quartz crystals in there, a whole bunch of them, just buy a ton of them, buy like 15, 20, 25 of them in like maybe the size of golf balls. You don't need the paper filter. Just put them in there and then you run your water over it. Clean water, of course. As you run the water over that, on and over the crystals, it has this like river action to it. You can do it a few times, but essentially you just pour it over it and it's creating the same thing like those eddies and all the surfaces at the bottom of a river or stream. That's how it works. Plus the EMF field of the crystals increases the rate and 
the EMF field of the crystals works very quickly. So when you're just pouring water over it, it doesn't take hours and hours. It just happens pretty quick. You're not going to make 100% structured water. You'll make a good amount. So you'll have structured water plus liquid water in whatever you're doing. If you do it a couple times, yeah, you might increase it a little bit more and that kind of thing. Point is, is that this is one way that you can make just a more concentrated structured water every single day. You could do a ton of these in the morning and have them in glass jars. You should have glass containers or stainless steel, something that's real, it's not plastic, that you can keep with you all day. If you're at home, make a whole bunch of gallons of it, then you just have it. Remember the last episode, we talked about crystals. Why not use crystals to do this? I mean, the earth uses crystals to make spring water, doesn't it? It's the same thing. This is just an easy way to do it. Crystals are amazing. We'll have an episode on crystals and it's not woo woo and it's not hippie. This is real science. This is real, real information. This is quantifiable. It is logical and has been studied. The other way that you can increase uh, structured water is infrared light, even earthing, just taking the water and getting into a vessel and go and put it on the ground someplace. Or you can shoot infrared light through it, which is basically the sun that we talked about. But the best infrared light panels that you can get, there's two that I'm going to recommend. I don't recommend many things yet in this podcast because I'm trying to bring you the basics first and then we can start getting into all this kind of stuff. But I'll recommend today for you saluma.com, C-E-L-L-U-M-A.com or catalyticcolor.com. In the show notes, it'll be there and also in the transcription. Now, the second one I gave you, that's Leanne Venier's website. She is by far the best. She has the best uh, solid, rigid panel that you can get, period. Everybody's tried to mimic her. She has the science. She's got the results. She's the, she's the best, okay? The Saluma is a flexible format, so you can, you can put it on different areas and, and wrap it around you, that kind of thing. Saluma's got over, I think it's 76 awards already. The easiest way to make structured or charged water, which you could actually say is charged from the sun, this kind of thing, is to put it in glass, leave it in the sunlight for a couple minutes or a few hours. Has to be glass. That's important. Maybe that's why Southerners always make sun tea. Hmm. Don't they say it's the best tea? Maybe that's why. But notice they're not really doing it in plastic so much. I think they mostly do it in glass, don't they? Those of you who know what I'm talking about would say, oh yeah, it absolutely has to be in glass and not uh, plastic because that's terrible. Why would you do that? Yeah, who wants plastic anyway? I've gotten rid of all my plastic stuff, unless where it's absolutely necessary or I know it doesn't do it any harm. I hope that brought it down to a, let's just say a, an interesting level um, where you can kind of wrap your head around the differences of water and why they're so important. Remember that uh, there's four things, oxygen, water, circulation, and nutrients. Oxygen, well, that's easy. You just breathe. And then water, well, what kind of water is it? 
That's what we just discussed. Circulation, that's created by the structured water that your body has created. And then nutrients, because you're circulating nutrients, they get to the organs and tissues. But the circulation is so important because without it, nothing moves and you become stagnant and you die. That is why water is life. Let's get into the best ways to consume water. How to get it. What do I get? What do I do? All right. I can't answer that for you. How important is water to you? I mean, is it something that you find important? Does, does this resonate with you? Or do you just not really care all that much and you're a tap water drinker? I think it's the number one thing for health. It is life. The two things for you to live is light and water. Of course, oxygen. We know without oxygen, you die. Well, that is taken care of wherever you are because you can get oxygen anywhere, but you have to seek out light and water, don't you? You have to go outside. You have to purchase water some way or another. You have to get water. What happens when you have a pandemic? Everybody goes to get water. It's the first thing people buy. Then apparently toilet paper is next. But water is that important. Even in a pandemic, you could go outside and get light, but you can't go outside and get water. I will tell you, there's water everywhere. You just need to know where to look. That's a different topic. That's survival stuff. <laughs> but water is everywhere. And, but the most important thing is light and water because you can get oxygen anytime. So these are the waters that I believe are the worst and the best. The first one is the worst. You should not be consuming tap water. That's disgusting, first of all. If you've never learned anything about water, that will freak you out. It's recycled millions of times from people's toilets and sewers and runoff from fields and people's lawns. It's filth. Every kind of filth on top of filth. It's disgusting. I will not drink water at a restaurant at all. I'll bring my own. And if I do have to drink theirs, I can ask them. And some restaurants actually do filtered water. You see, tap water not only contains all of the filth, the nastiness, all of the contaminants, but it also contains the trauma, so to speak. Remember, water has memory which is one of the driving points of this episode. If you're drinking water, you receive that trauma. You are what you eat. You are what you drink. So what's in that water and the memory of it becomes you. Tap water's got 30 to 80,000 known contaminants, depending on where you live. 30 to 80,000. The EPA only checks for 40 of them. That's just wrong. That's government gone awry right there. They don't care about you. If they did, they'd check for all of these. You have to use a shower filter or if you can afford it, get a whole house filter. Love it. Those systems are awesome. It's great for every aspect from laundry to washing dishes and, and all of it. Brushing teeth. It's fantastic. They're just expensive. 
And if you rent or if you're in an apartment or something, that's really hard to do. I digress. One of the ways that you can buy structured water is coconut water, but it has a major caveat, and that is it's got sugar in it, albeit it's not the sugar you would get in, you know, soda pop or soda or pop or wherever you live. You all have a different name for it here in Michigan. We say pop. It doesn't have 40 to 50 grams of sugar like the major pop brands do. It's got more around 15 to 18 or so for about 8 to 10 ounces, but it's still sugar. It also has toxins, anti-nutrients. The anti-nutrients from coconut are not super terrible, and the water of the coconut is slightly different. It doesn't quite have as much, but it's got phytates in it, and phytates inhibit mineral absorption. So here you go thinking, oh, I'm going to get sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and these kind of things out of the out of the water, but nah, the phytates stop you from absorbing a lot of that. The reason why people use it and they feel good from it, they don't know it's the structured water, not the nutrients. I personally love the taste of it. And if I was going to, you know, purchase a structured water that nature makes that wasn't just, let's say, spring water, it would be that. That would be my choice. Coconut water is phenomenal. Maybe if you want to do coconut water, don't do a lot of it. Maybe have some of it or add it to your normal water so that you get some structured water in your normal water and less sugar and toxins. Probably the worst way to get structured water is juicing. Let me go there with this one because this is a really controversial thing. So many people believe plants are good for you. We've gone over this. Plants, maybe not so good for you, but I will admit that plants have structured water, but they have a lot of other stuff too. The structured water in plants is very good. Trees are known for this. It's how they have this osmotic drive to bring water from the roots up all the way into the rest of the, the plant. Because I told you about structured water having positive and negative, and so it's really easy to bring that water very high up into the plant because there's no friction. It can just move very, very simply. Even redwoods, which are you know hundreds of feet tall, they have this mechanism because they're utilizing osmotic drive, which is a positive-negative polarity that we talked about in the beginning. Let's go back. The structured water in vegetables is really good, and vegetables make it very easily. It's not hard for them to do it. They can actually visualize it in their venous structure under a microscope, you can see it where the walls of the venous structure, there's nothing, quote, there. You can see all the chlorophyll moving in the center of their veins, but nothing near the outsides. That is the structured water that pushes the positives into the center, which makes no friction, and they can move water to the tips of the leaves, grab all the sunlight, Remember how we know photosynthesis grabs that sunlight, brings that energy in all the way through into its roots and makes for a healthy plant. The problem with juicing is you have all these anti-nutrients actually in a concentrated form. So you take, you know, two or three carrots and an apple and two handfuls of spinach, some celery, beet, whatever, all this 
stuff and you juice it down. You just concentrated all the anti-nutrients into a liquid form. That becomes a very potent toxic beverage. And that's proven, by the way, anti-nutrients interfere with your nutrient absorption and utilization. It's a fact. A lot of people who want or believe that you should consume plants, they push this. They don't want to believe this. But the fact is that's happening. So if you're not doing organic for juicing, you are also concentrating all of that EMF, bad water, all of those toxins, and then all of the man-made toxins from all of the pesticides, insecticides, fertilizers, etc. Not good. Juicing should be done the right way, and you should know when and how to use it. We will do an episode in the future with juicing. We'll help you with that. My personal favorite is filtered or distilled water. My favorite water is filtered or distilled. That's my personal choice. I actually do use a brand of water. It's called Penta. I spoke of this once before. P-E-N-T-A. It means five because one less molecule, it becomes a vapor. So Penta is its liquid form. Now, does it have structured water in it? No. And I'm not concerned about that. I can make it structured water. My body will also help structure it from a liquid state into structured water because it's so clean. It's so easy to turn from a liquid state into a structured water state. You see, the molecules are very, very small. They're not globules of hundreds or thousands of other water molecules. So it can turn penta from a liquid state into a structure state very quickly, very easily. Whereas normal waters, they are large globules. My other recommendation for filtered water is steam distilled. So the steam water vaporizes, it goes to the top, they collect it down the sides, and it's super, super clean. I mean, really clean. And some distilled waters on the planet are so clean, it's ridiculous. Things like pharmaceutical water is steam distilled. You can buy steam distilled. Problem is a lot of the steam distilled products on the market, they put them in plastic and also add uh, minerals to it. Now, just to go back quickly, Penta does come in plastic bottles, but it's not in there very long, very short amount of time. And it's so super clean that very little plastic, if at all, is actually in it. We'll get into plastics in the future with PFAS's. That's P-F-A-S chemicals that are forever. They're known as forever chemicals. Very, very little bit in any plastic water companies that have a quick turnaround, which is they make it, they get it to you, you drink it, very small amount. Plus, they try and do their best with their water bottles. The other distillation techniques, they're, they're really good. It doesn't matter what they are. It could be reverse osmosis or other things. Fantastic. I'm all about that. Why would you want to add minerals back into clean water? Why put minerals back in to begin with? I just don't understand. They're not small enough to enter the human cells. They're just raw, powderized minerals. You see, you need angstrom size. That's what plants and animals do with minerals. When, it, when the plants bring it up through the roots, they bring up the smallest particles possible. And when animals eat food, 
and grasses and things, they synthesize these minerals, the smallest form possible, up into their digestive system. And the heaviest stuff leaves. So you can get your minerals from your food. You can also get supplements. There's lots of ways you can get minerals from your supplements. A lot of really, really good supplements. My favorite is actually liquid angstrom minerals. Now, I will tell you, these are in liquid format. They taste terrible because you're in the smallest particles possible. You put those on your tongue, you're going to know it. Just forewarning. One of the best liquid minerals that you can get besides angstrom size minerals, which are, there's lots of companies that make angstrom minerals, is a company called Trace Minerals Research. They make these mineral drops. It comes from Salt Lake. They're fantastic, proven to have electrical conduction. Awesome. You're going to taste it though. Minerals do not taste good, which is why spring water doesn't taste as clean as distilled water. I just say, let water be water. Get your minerals elsewhere. That's just me. The other filtering technique that a lot of people use is a water pitcher. These are okay. There's one that's a standout. All the brands that were tested, there's many videos online showing you this. This is an actual real thing. There's only one brand that's good. All the others are not good. And that's a company called Zero Water. I've used it myself. I've tested the water myself. It is absolutely true. No detectable solids. Solids are the junk in the water you don't want. Now, these things aren't strong enough to filter out pharmaceuticals and these kinds of things, but they can pretty much filter most everything. Definitely all the heavy stuff. When you test the water, it comes out with zero total dissolved solids. That's the best brand. Now, the bigger, more expensive things like a Berkey water filter or some of these other brands, they are beautiful. They work great. They're called gravity fed. Does gravity exist? That's a different topic. But they're gravity fed style. You pour water in the top. You've got a bunch of filters that the water pours through, cleans it out. They say they can take out fluoride and all the nasties. Okay, let's just say they can do that. Test the water afterwards. You'll find total dissolved solids. And one of those total dissolved solids that you will find is zinc. Now, I'm okay with having zinc in the water. Just realize you can't absorb that zinc very well at all. But zinc has a distinct flavor. So even though you're distilling this water with this really expensive home unit, that's great and all. You can taste that zinc. And for people like me who can taste zinc, I mean, I can really taste zinc. To me, it just tastes like spring water, which the whole reason for me to filter the water is to not taste like spring water. So there's that. My preferred way to do it is get one of the zero water pitchers or containers that you can put in your fridge or on your counter and you fill that. You don't get a lot of water out of it, but you get enough to keep going. That's a really good way to go. It has the best flavor. It's cleaning out a lot of stuff. Excellent purchase, but don't rely on those to be your healthiest water that you can get. Still great and a heck of a lot better than probably what 90% of you are doing right now. That's a good start. You didn't spend a lot of money good value, get you started into good clean water, 
then you can go from there. And now for the most controversial water there is, spring water. This is the one that everyone says, no, you have to do spring water because it's natural. Is it natural? Of course it is. But is it the best? I just told you, coconut water, that's structured water. Wouldn't that be better? Because the tree filters out all the junk that you shouldn't have and makes a very, very clean water? I could make that point. Juicing. Well, the vegetables cleaned out all the toxins if they were organic from the soils, that kind of thing. You juice that. There you go. Filtered water. Well, we filter all the junk out of there, left with just H2O. All right. So spring water. I will tell you, I have done so much research. I have spent 35 plus years learning about water and the different brands and all that they do. And I know what they're doing. I can see right through their business model. I see it all the time. Most of them are all the same. The only difference between any of these is their mineral content. Everyone has their opinion on what spring water tastes the best. Oh, I like Evian. Oh, I like this brand and that brand and Voss because it's in glass. There's so many people that have so many opinions and then there's all the brands and all these people of all different walks of life that tell you spring water is the best and, and why wouldn't you not do the natural filtered water from this extraordinarily untouched by humans and the only thing that's in that area for life are unicorns and they don't even pee in the water but they do drink it because this is the most natural water on the planet it's all bs all of its bs it doesn't matter where you get your water from except one thing which i'm going to get into in a second the mineral content makes it taste the way it does of course it's clean but all these companies clean their water. If you think Evian, I'm using Evian because everybody knows it. If you think Evian doesn't test that water to make sure there's no E. coli or really bad chemicals to hurt people, yeah, let me tell you, they do. They clean that water. So if they clean that water, they've changed that water structure. None of these companies are taking any water and not cleaning it before they give it to you, which would make it what? filtered water. It's not spring water anymore. Even the glacier water companies will not just take the glacier water, put it into bottles and give it to you because you could get sick and you could sue them. And by the way, many companies have been sued by the FDA and others because of poor water. Walmart's water, and those of you who live in an area where giant grocery stores, that's the name of them, their waters have been found to have high levels of contaminants in them. They do not pass the test. They've been in trouble before. You take this spring water from this little reservoir with a natural spring from a waterfall where unicorns drink out of, they're not just giving that to you in a bottle. They are cleaning it. So it's not spring water any longer. Of course, it tastes like this because the minerals I personally don't like the taste of minerals. They taste terrible. Most minerals, whether they're straight from water or dirt or liquid in a supplement, if you put that on your tongue, 
Some of these are very powerful. It, it, it tastes terrible. They'll put you on your knees. Okay. Plus that water has memory. That memory is dependent on the strata that it was filtered through. But once it's harvested, then it changes again. So you think I'm taking this Waikiki spring water from Hawaii. It's volcanic. Wow, this is really, really cool. I'm buying this water that's volcanic natured. No, it's not. It used to be. If you were taking a glass and you put it under the spring at the volcano and you were to drink it, then you are. But once they harvest it, it's changed. Remember when I talked about Veda Austin's work in the last episode? We spoke about her and the, the memory and how you can change the memory in water. Even the Japanese scientist Emoto with his work. The memory can be changed very, very easily. I would rather have my body change it, the sun change it, or putting it on the ground outside of the grass for a little bit and letting the earth change it, not some factory to change it. That water has to go from that volcano to your home and all the steps in between, which I mentioned earlier, it's not the same. That EMF field has changed. The memory in the water has changed. I will say, if I was going to drink spring water, I believe Green Mountain Valley is the best. It's in America, fantastic, has a very low mineral flavor to it. It's pretty clean. Comes in green glass bottles, which is the way you're supposed to do it. The best is blue glass. I didn't go into there. We'll go into colors of glass and things in our light episode that's coming up. It's going to be really, really fun. But you want colored glass for just about anything, which is why they any of the good companies that produce olive oil, for example, they're not putting in clear glass bottles. The best brands do dark green or tin. Tin's terrible for you, but there's no light. Also, if the water is in glass or plastic, what does that tell you? The only reason they're using plastic is because water's heavy. Glass makes it even heavier, but the two of those have a distinct EMF field. They change the memory of water, and therefore glass is better. It's going to cost you, but it's better. Why not spend your money on a container that is good for you? You can keep a lot of those containers as well. Like many people keep a Voss container because it's got a nice cap on it. It's glass bottle. Glass is made out of sand, which is a crystal. Plus it's non-toxic and has good EMF. Could that be the reason why people like Coke and Pepsi in glass bottles? Remember that? When they changed from glass to aluminum cans, people hated that. Didn't taste as good. That's interesting. I told you before, filtering your water through crystals actually improves its EMF field and its memory, creating a structured water. Why not, if you're going to buy spring water, don't buy it in plastic. Why not buy it in glass? There's lots of great companies out there. And some of the companies add carbonation to their spring water. If it's not a naturally occurring Carbonation, that means they're adding carbon dioxide to it. 
What quality of carbon dioxide are they adding to that? And do you want carbon dioxide in your water? That's an interesting discussion because if you don't have enough carbon dioxide in your body, it can actually create all kinds of diseases. You want this balance between oxygen and carbonation. So when you consume carbonated beverages, even water, I'm speaking to all of the LaCroix drinkers right now, that carbonation can increase. Now you're out of balance and it's detrimental to your health. And I mean big time. We will have an episode on carbon dioxide and how detrimental it is to your health or beneficial. It goes both ways. You need them in balance. And carbonated beverages, if they increase your carbon dioxide in your blood too high, they're very, very toxic. They cause a myriad of symptoms. My point is just, if you're going to do spring water, you want companies that care. And those companies don't do anything to it. They harvest it right away, put it in glass, and get it to you. Very simple, super precise. They care. Most brands don't care. There are all kinds of water additives that you can buy, not just mineral drops, but there's things like putting in liquid hydrogen and these other things. I'm not going there in this episode. This one is just to really drive home this point of structured water and how your body makes it, utilizes it, and why you want to concern yourself with the type of water you use. It is life. If you don't care about the type of water you're putting in your body, you will reap the benefits. You will reap the destruction. It's an absolute fact. There is no way to refute this. This is proven, not just scientifically, but throughout all of the world, throughout all of history. You can't consume toxic water and expect to be healthy. I want to touch on one extra little thing. There are products out there that you can buy that they say will make structured water for you. Little devices, they go from $20, $30 up to thousands of dollars for a whole house system. Most of them aren't very good. Some of them are okay. They will make some structured water, which is great if you can afford some of these. Fantastic. But most of them aren't really, really good. You can make your own home versions, an actual contraption, out of a reservoir with a tube attached to it wrapped around magnets, certain size magnets with certain Gauss rating. Those work really, really well. If you want to know how to do that, let me know. I will link a video that teaches you how to do it. But I think utilizing crystals in a filter, pouring your water over that into a reservoir, hopefully glass, amazing. That works so good. It's super cheap, fast to do. It's not as powerful as the one I was just telling you about, but it's still really good. The point is, is to try to get as much structured water into your body as possible or the cleanest water so that your body can make structured water. Don't inhibit the process. Let the body do what it wants to do. I'm so glad you joined me today. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. I think it's really, really fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself as much as I enjoyed talking about this. And if you want to know more, we can dive even deeper. I just need to know if you want me to do this again. I'm sure I'll talk about this in the future a lot because that's the way water is. It's the most important thing you need. Of course you need oxygen. Of course you need food. But I believe in order 
the most important things in your life are God, oxygen, water, then food. That's the way I believe. Thanks for joining me. Take care of yourself. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.